What is up, everybody? Welcome to a special episode of I See Things a Little Differently. We're talking Crown Jewel, we're talking a little bit more than that as well. Talking some AW uh, full gear as well, and some other things going on. Um, before we get to the review of Crown Jewel, um, let's just talk about AW really fast. So, I've noticed that there's been a lot of commercials where Max, the HBO service, is now doing live sports, like basketball and stuff. So it seems like the thing that they weren't prepared to do, I think like six or seven months ago, they said they tried doing live service sports already. Now it's like they're ready to do it. So it's look here, it, we might get 12 pay-per-views a year from AEW, but they might all go to Max soon. You know, I know they've added more pay-per-view. I know one's called World's End at the end of the year, December 31st. Um, so that's huge news. Um, but I, I started noticing, I was like, wow, they're doing live sports. And so my sister has the app. So I just went on there to see it, and yeah, they, they actually do have live sports. So I thought that was very interesting. Um, Brian Danielson, to my surprise, well, I guess I shouldn't be surprised, but he's actually legitimately hurt. Um, he got hurt in the match with Andrade El Idolo, and he's out for the rest of the year. Look, this is why this guy's retiring, man. And this is why he's trying to have as many great matches as he can with people he wants to work with because the, the injuries keep piling up. Dude, dude just broke his arm <laughs> in June, not an orbital bone. It's, a, it's like... With his style, it's just so hard to not get hurt, I guess. But against Andrade, I just, uh, I was hoping it was, maybe it was me sniffing the hopium, hoping he wasn't actually injured. Um, that sucks. But in a move that I don't understand, and I hate, I'm just going to be real with you guys. I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. Flair has signed a multi-year deal with AEW. I believe his uh, Woo Energy Drink is now the, uh, the, 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 the branded drink for AEW. I hate this. I hate all of this. This is terrible. And he and Fleur has said he has permission from his doctor to take bumps. But he says he's not doing any matches. I hope not. I don't want to see you take bumps. I would much rather not see Ric Flair on fucking television. Um, I just... We don't need it. We fucking don't need it. I hate this move. I don't know why Tony Khan did it. And I said something, because I record these episodes all out of whack or whatever, but I was recording the Monday show earlier today as Crown Jewel was going on. I was going back before between both of them. And I don't know, man. They need some needle movers in AEW. Flair's not a fucking needle mover anymore. If he ever was one. That's the that's debatable. I'm not going gonna, gonna to let you guys debate that. That's just whatever. But, like, why? You don't need Flair. He doesn't add anything. To sign to a multi-year deal? He needs to be on TV the least amount of times as possible. I I'm, I don't know. I just don't. These are just bad signings to me. Like, WWE is hot right now. They are hot. Yes, Punk is, for as much as Punk moved the needle for AEW, he also is the one that cool, cooled them the fuck off. Twice now. So a shame on him for that. But they need to build, they need to get hot again. And Flair's not going to make anything hot. So I just I'll leave it there. Um, as of right now, the full gear line is, is how it looks. 
On the Zero Hour, MJF will defend the ROH World Tag Team Championships against the Guns. MJF will defend the AEW World Heavyweight Championship against Jay White. Jay White just pinned MJF on Dynamite. And he said, if you pin me, I'll give you your belt back. We knew that wasn't going to happen. He's going to beat Jay White and get his belt back. Jay White's not capturing the AEW Championship. Um, but they did they, 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 the next move. We actually finally got an MJF and uh, Max Caster on air uh, match, which was dope. We got to see them scissor and everything. I thought the match was what it needed to be, just build, still still building. And obviously, with all the injuries now that have mounted up with top names like Brian Danielson, John Moxley, Ray Phoenix, um, Adam Cole, like these obviously have factored into these plans. I still like where everything's going with MJF. Every time he turns around, you have Wardlow coming at him, Samoa Joe saying he'll be his friend. Um, this is so, dude, this dude needs, this dude needs to watch his mother bleeping back. I'm here for it, you know. We will have Orange Cassidy defending the AEW International Championship against John Moxley. Orange and Mox 2. This was not main event, obviously, but, uh, the last one was a bloody war, and, and it wasn't John Moxley who was bleeding. So, wonder who, I actually don't know who's going to win that one. Because, obviously, the only reason Orange Cassidy is, is a two-time international champion is because Moxley was hurt. But and and he, and he needed to get the belt off of Phoenix. So uh, Sheeta will face Timeless Tony Storm in a AEW Women's Heavyweight Championship match in a six-man tag. You have Sting, Darby Adam, Darby, Darby Allen, and Adam Copeland versus Christian Cage, Luchasaurus, and Nick Wayne, and Hangman versus Swerve round two. They did Hangman dirty, man. After Swerve broke into his house. <laughs> Uh, Hangman was defending the Orange six-man titles with uh, the Bucks against uh, the Embassy, which they lost. The Embassy are now two-time six-man tag team champions. And on the bottom third, it said, needs to get new security for his home. That's hilarious. Uh, employee of the month for whoever did that. This is a strong card. I've, I'm definitely watching it. I think it's on a Saturday. Um, I think. But uh, I'm watching it either way. You know. But I'm, I'm excited about it. So it should be fire. Let's get to Crown Jewel now. Uh, before we get there, they did make some announcements here. War Games is officially back November 25th, which is just three weeks away. It will be their last pay-per-view of the year as they have... It seems like this is going to be an annual thing now. They're not going to have pay-per-views in December anymore. Last year, they didn't have one. This year, they're not going to have one. But also, they have two pay-per-views in November. They have Crown Jewel and they have Survivor Series, so... Um, that's okay, but WarGames is officially back. And WWE will have their first PLE in Germany next year. That's going to be a tough one for fans who are traveling for these shows, or from the States. Because the more and more it looks like, it looks like the PLEs that are not WrestleMania are going to all be overseas. That's what it looks like. Um, so you get your passports ready, kids. Um, but that's a good thing for the overseas fans. They don't get shows at all. So, like, they usually get the taped shows and, you know, whatever. But they don't get these type of shows. So, that's going to be interesting. Um, Crown Jewel. EO Sky defeats Bianca Belair when Kyrie Sane made her return. And Michael Cole pointed out she was beat up and taken out by Bailey. And you could see Bailey's shocked look on her face when she's seen Kyrie Sane and EO Sky hugging. First of all, Kyrie Sane's look is badass. Well, first of all, when they were all in uh, Saudi Arabia, the women have to dress like like mummies. 
But like, no, with the cornrows, one side and everything, she looks badass. And still has one of the best elbow drops I've ever seen. So this will be fascinating if this will be the fracture that they need to break away from. Uh, I forgot what the name of the group was called. Damage Control. But this was actually a decent match, and it, it led somewhere. So Kyrie Sane is back after many months of being signed. Rey Mysterio loses the United States Championship to Logan Paul when he nails Logan Paul, when Logan Paul nails him with brass knuckles. At the end of the match, Rey Mysterio, like uh, Logan Paul, goes says, "Hey man, you're a legend. I love you, but I had to do what I had to do." Rey Mysterio said, "You know what you did. You know what you did." Um, but this was expected, and I fully expect. Actually, JT was texting me during the pay per view. He thinks that Gunther is going to lose that Intercontinental Championship to LA Knight. I think that I haven't heard that take yet. I think that's very interesting. Um, but I, I still am sticking with my, I think Logan Paul's keeping this to WrestleMania 40, and LA Knight's going to have a moment there. But this was expected. Cody Rhodes defeats Damian Priest after Jey Uso comes out and clears out the Judgment Day. Um, I, I actually thought Priest was going to get the win, but this wasn't a good night for Priest. Priest tried to do a cash-in early in the night, and he got forded by Sami Zayn, who then steals the Money in the Bank briefcase. So, interesting, they went that way. Um, at the beginning of the night, Seth Rollins defeated Drew McIntyre, and that happened after the match. Uh, Drew did not look happy after this. This is clearly a heel turn coming. Um, I can't wait for it. We, uh, look, I don't like babyface Drew McIntyre. I just don't. He just doesn't do anything for me. But that's just me. Rhea Ripley defended successfully her Women's Championship and pinning Shayna Baszler. Solo Sokoa dominates John Cena. And which I'm assuming this is gonna be the last time. Even though the the the, the writer strikes is all, are over, but the actor strikes are still going. Um, I'm assuming he's just preparing to go back to work as an actor now. But uh, he got destroyed here. I didn't see this. I thought this would be his victory. No, he put so putting Solo and look. We know the rub on John Cena doesn't always work. Look at Austin Theory. But Solo Sokoa is a monster unto itself. We already know the plans that they're gonna have for that guy once he breaks away from the bloodline. But this was dominance. Keep nailing Cena over and over with uh, with Samoan Spike. So, I, yeah, yikes. It made him look really, really scary, which is good. And finally, in the main event, the main event that no one asked for because it's way too early, we had Roman Reigns using the same thievery tactics to screw over LA Knights and win and retain his WWE Universal Championship. And that site that you guys have seen... That is the last sight of Roman Reigns for this year, supposedly. Supposedly, he is not going to be at Survivor Series. Supposedly, he is done for the rest of the year. So, where do they do with LA Knight next? I have no idea. I, I, I would have to assume since War Games is back, the Bloodline will be a part of that, or Judgment Day will be a part of it, or some form or fashion. And I'm assuming LA Knight will be on the same side of Cody Rhodes and uh, Sami Zayn, so... I'll go there. So, um, anyways, that's that wraps everything up that I had to say. Check check me out on Monday where we talk about part three, uh, the last installment of my review of the Guy Evans book Nitro. Check out Wednesday show, episode five of Loki. I'm excited to see episode six. I was excited to be here today. I am the Slow Chemical. This is I see things a little differently, and I am out. <laughs>